Sandy and Cat. It is Magic ninety five point one. Here we go, Cat. Who on our show is the nicest person you'll meet? She is. Uh, she'll I'm- always give you the benefit of the doubt. She uh, even when she's angry, she still talks in a nice tone to you. <laughs> Yes, this is true. And you uh, you seek out people who are lonely, and you give them hugs, and uh, this is true. You do all these things, and uh, but you have been rubbed wrong. I what have happened this morning? So, okay, can can I just set the stage real quick? So, when I started working here, all we had was a community coffee pot. <laughs> that was the drip pot. So, I brought in a Keurig coffee maker that I had lying around at home. Fine, I bring it in. I bring it into the studio, and the management says, "I don't want you to have a coffee Keurig maker." here in the studio. I'm like, fine. So then I put it in the uh, jock box area where I guess other people have realized that there's this cured coffee maker here in the office. It's the only one that's not in somebody's personal office. Let's just be clear. It is a community. It's now become this community coffee place, this little Java place here in our office or in my office, which is fine. I share an office with, you know, four other people. Look, I don't care if people use it. I honestly do not care if people use it. You use it. Other, you know, morning show personalities use it. It's fine. That's what it's there for. But bring in your own Keurig cups. So what I've been noticing over the last couple of weeks is that when I come in, my Starbucks Pike Place roast is in the coffee maker already in there. So when I open up the lid to start my cup of coffee, somebody has used my cured coffee. Somebody's using your coffee without permission. Without permission. So I keep a box of them over next to my window seal. I'm fine with that. Okay, look, if it happens once, fine. But I've been noticing this has become a thing. So this morning when I come in, I have organized all of my Keurig coffee uh, pods Mm -hmm. in a box. So when I come in and I take one off at the top, I realize underneath that first layer is somebody's like Tully's Keurig cup. So they came in, they took my coffee, left me one of their off-brand coffee. In your mind, cruddy lesser coffees. Yes, ask and I'll give you one, but don't just take one and then like swap it out for your cruddy coffee. <laughs> I don't want your cruddy. If I wanted your cruddy coffee, I would have bought your Lord. brand. This is the brand that I wanted and it's kind of expensive and I was savoring it because mm-hmm. I'm eventually going to go to uh, reusable Keurig cups as soon as I'm done with my Starbucks. Tired of people stealing your And I'm coffee. tired of people stealing my coffee. Okay, now I feel better. <laughs> I do. I feel better. You said this would be th- very therapeutic for me, and it is. And I know it's petty. Look, I know it's, it's petty. It's not me, by the way. Everybody thinks it's me. It's not me. I bring no, in my No, I know own. it's not yeah. you. You bring in your own coffee, yeah. and your box is next to my box. Yeah, nobody steals my, nope. <laughs> nobody steals my Kroger coffee. <laughs> Nobody steals your Kroger coffee, but everybody gravitates towards the Starbucks. I feel better now. Okay. I don't know. <sighs> Andy and Kat, hi. Good morning. Hi. Are you calling in for uh, to talk Kat <laughs> off the ledge? Well, I don't know if this is going to help or fuel the fire, but it's not out of line for you to be mad because at my work, people constantly steal things out of the fridge coffee creamer like the you know the fancy coffee yes. creamer like mm-hmm. yes yes my friend has started making a sharpie mark on her creamer when she <gasps> uses it to know to prove that wow. like someone is using it yeah. and it even has her name on it 
Um, they've been stealing like her Alani drinks. Like <laughs> it's crazy out here. <laughs> it's crazy out here. Thank Gosh, I guess I should call. feel fortunate that yes. they gave me something back for stealing my my Starbucks. I it guess it happens in every office everywhere, man. Man, I know, and it does feel oh. a little bit petty now that I've vented and got it off my chest. Andy and Cat, it's Magic ninety five point one. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Nicole. Nicole, has anybody ever stole anything from you at work? Yes, my tips. Your tips. Yes. Okay. Your Boy, tips. we really have yeah. to. Uh, uh, I thought we were on a. Uh, okay. Tips. <laughs> yes. You really have to accentuate tips, the P-I-P-S. P on that uh, because I certainly <laughs> had some. Uh, I mean, I heard her. You you didn't I hear her correctly. I had some questions. The look on your face was like. I was like, I don't know what business you're in, and I didn't know that they could be stolen. <laughs> Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. All right, the mink story is pretty good. I like yeah. that. Again, in Vanbury, Ohio, someone broke into a mink farm. Pause. I didn't even know we had a mink farm over there. I didn't even know they housed more than 25,000 mink. Yeah, and so animal rights activists, uh, not, not a big fan of that. And so then uh, it's suspected that they vandalized the farm. And it's suspected because... Uh, they actually like put their logo <laughs> like with spray, spray painted, painted it, it on. on the. So I mean, I'm not being too much of a Sherlock Holmes to tell you that it might be them. Uh, Twenty five thousand of the small caged animals were then released, and I found this fascinating. Now, is some of this story cruel? Absolutely, but uh, they they the the twenty five thousand. That's a lot mm-hmm. running loose, and they're like, okay, they were able to herd back some of them. But it's impossible to, you know, sort of recapture 25,000. And so they did the right thing. They called hunters. They said, look, if you get 25,000 of any animal into an ecosystem, that's bad for that current ecosystem. Uh, And so that's not good. And so then they deployed hunters. People called. This is so Midwest. They, I don't even, how do you beacon the hunters? How do you be like, no, you do it on a on a CB radio. I mean, Andy. what do you, you beacon anyway? They yes. they called the hunters and said, "Look, I don't know if on social media or some CB or what." <laughs> and then these hunters are like, "Oh, cool!" And so, like, all these people just left their jobs. Many of the many of the hunters I saw in the news, Wayne TV had the story. Were like, "Yeah, I just took off work. I heard that they needed hunters." Yeah, and so they just went out and started looking into a ditch. And found and, a lot of them. Yep. One of the hunters said he got 150 alone. Well, I wonder if then he's if he gets to keep the fur. Yes, he does. Okay, since he yes. caught it and shot it. Yes. And, so he whole, gets the fur. Yeah, wow. if he wants to sell it or whatever yeah. they're doing. And so uh, go to sell it or make mink coats. And yep. I, anyway, uh, 10,000 mink are still, quote, unaccounted for as of last evening. That's according to the uh, Wayne TV report that I'm reading. I don't know if it's continuing. Through the morning, I don't know what the rules are. I'm not hunter guy, but I do love like some sort of secret bat signal went out, and all hunters quit, left their jobs, got down from their deer stands, and uh, <laughs> decided to go mink hunting they, yesterday. I, I told you, growing up, my cousin used to go mink hunting, and it was about this time of year or a little bit later on 
Where do you, where are they time. native to? I don't even know what their natural. I mean, habitat. they are in southern Indiana. It is a little bit warmer down there. It's about ten degrees sure warmer than what it is up here. But he would go mink hunting just to, I mean, basically skin the right. mink it's, and yeah, sell it. the fur. Right. That's that's what uh, that's what he did growing up. And I remember him wanting at least getting twenty. Like that was that was his number. He hoped to get twenty each year because I think it was like twenty dollars a mink. And I don't know, like twenty five years ago. Well, I don't know how many mink is needed to make a coat. I don't know any of this stuff. I just found that story to be incredibly interesting. It's something that's new. Uh, doesn't happen all the way around here. And uh, the bat signal went out. And uh, <laughs> I don't. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, how do you... I'm sure. I mean, you know, you get one hunter that catches wind of this and he's calling all of his buddies. Hey. You know, hey, Earl, what are you doing? Why don't you take some time off work? Grab leave your- a half a day and grab your shotgun. Let's go on out and catch us some mink. <laughs> I, a uh, truth be told, until I saw the story yesterday, they're worth a lot of money. I didn't know what a mink looked like. I mean, it, and I have to. Beaver-ish, I guess. I was going to go more of the ferret family. Oh, yeah, I guess it does kind of It looks like like a a fat ferret. A very fat ferret. I would have been like, that's a ferret. I would have known that it been like, it looked like you're a ferret that ate other ferrets, but that's... It's Andy and Kat. It's Magic 95.1. Sorry about that. So all this week, let me bring some listeners up to speed. If you'd like to participate and win four tickets, a family four-pack, if you will, to the Globetrotters coming back to the Coliseum. This time, December 26th. That's right, the day after Christmas. And you go, maybe that's poor scheduling. No. You ever been home for a while? You kind of get antsy to get outside. You get cabin fever. Sadly, the kids may already be done playing with their gifts, which is disappointing. So uh, here's a chance to get outside, go to the Coliseum, see the Globetrotters. If you've never seen them, it's worth going one time, I promise. If you have kids of a certain age, I don't know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to 14, uh, maybe that's the key demo for this. I will say this. If you're a stickler for a fundamental basketball, uh, not the event for you. I love it when they don't play by the rules, Oh, though. my gosh. They don't play by the rules at all. And I'm like, oh, but that's a travel. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> and that's a double dribble. Didn't you say they go into the stands, too? Oh. I've never seen the Globetrotters. I'm excited about this. I really do want to go uh, see them. Uh, yeah, it's good. they're good ones. It's really good. So uh, all this week, if you don't know, uh, Kat has been coming up with uh, crazy, wacky FM DJ ways to give away tickets uh, that, in her mind, are associated with basketball terms. We once asked listeners to name three things that dribble, like a ball, mm-hmm. and we came up with a faucet, which I'm pretty sure is a drip, but I guess it depends it's, on how fast it's the, flowing. The flow of the drip can make a dribble. Yes, it could. Boom, boom, bob. Yesterday was toss. You know, name three things. Very controversial. That you could toss. Very controversial. I got a lot of feedback on that. Did uh, you really? Yeah. Off air? Because uh, I know they were flying in your DMs. Oh, uh, flying all over the place. <laughs> you don't toss a basketball. You shoot or pass one. Well, you but can, then you technically, have... Technically, you can toss you a basketball. You can toss, but it's... Anyway, it doesn't matter. I ended up losing that war, and I'm moving on, and I went to therapy <laughs> for it. So here we are now with uh, day three of Cat. Uh, Andy and Cat. good morning. Hi, who's this? Jen. Jen, can you turn your radio down? You're locked in here with uh, Uncle Andy and Aunt Cat, okay? Okay. Okay. And we are going to play some game that Cat is inventing on the fly that you can't know about (laughs) until right now, okay? Okay. It does involve like three things associated with this word, okay? So we're going to give you 10 seconds on the clock. Okay, the clock's ready. Okay. Name three things that you dunk. Uh, basketball. Okay. Cookies and milk. 
Okay. And, um... Come on, one more, one more. Uh, a floaty in water? I don't know. A floaty <laughs> in water! Yes! Yes, that is very strong. Very good. Is it? Oh, floaty in water. Floaty in water? Yes, very good. What? Yes. I was thinking swimming pool. I don't know. Yeah, I'm counting that bad boy. That is How about a person? You dunk a person. In the water? In the water. With a floaty? With a floaty on. Okay. Yeah. I would have gone donut. You dunk a donut. Yeah, I would have gone donut, oh, yeah. too. Uh, but I love the originality there of dunking a floaty in water. Very, Very nice. Good. Very nice. Very strong. Congratulations. You got four tickets to the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for that random guest. Sometimes you never know. Like, Andy, when you put him on the spot like that, that's the best part of this game. Yes. Yes. It's a live high wire act. All right. Well, thank you. Hang on. Behind the scenes, we're going to grab some info. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. You're very welcome. Do you have a game for tomorrow? I do. I do. I've got one ready. Name name three things? Yep. Yep. All right. Globetrotter tickets all this week. Again, they're coming to the Coliseum the day after Christmas, December 26th. Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. The Bradley Hotel has been great to work with Cat and I and the Magic and uh, the entire station, Magic yeah. 95.1, uh, for the Night of Lights. That is Thanksgiving Eve here in downtown Fort Wayne. It's a big deal, big tradition. Last year, they estimated 40,000 people and families came down to watch the lighting display that sort of in our city kicks off the holidays. So that is uh, the 23rd. Which is the day before Thanksgiving. And we'll be up there with the best seat in the house with heat lamps. So in case if the weather is just dismal, you can get shelter, cocoa bar, food buffet, cocktails if you want them, mocktails if you're not old enough because we wanted to make sure kids could go. Yep. And so uh, this is a win-win. So this trivia question I have this morning, I made sure it was tailored for parents who might need a drink for the holidays <laughs> and our strong medical community. According to doctors nationwide, they say crayons are the most common things that a kid would stick up their nose. This is number two. What is it? 260-467-9500. One more time with our number. 260-467-9500. It's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. What's your guess? I'm going to guess a Lego. A Lego. Oh, that's a good guess. Very is common it, guess is, is not right. Gosh, Darn. Thank you for the call. Edges. However, can I say this? Legos on this list, uh, physicians say they sometimes get them out of other... Places? That kids put them in on their body. Huh. Is it? Not the ear. Not the ear? South of the Mason-Dixon line. Yikes. Yep. Through the six hole. Oh. Yep. Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. What's your guess? A nut. (laughs) (laughs) Like a peanut. (laughs) Right? It's not right. Yeah, a peanut. Yeah, like a nut. Yeah, I got it. Yep. It's not right. (laughs) Certain words make me laugh. I know they do. Come on now. Because we're 12. Uh, I've been mature for most of the show. (laughs) Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. What's your guess? Is it food? It is food. Can you be really? more s- yeah. specific? But you got to be a specific type of food. Oh. I would say like vegetables. 
It's not vegetables. <gasps> that does make sense, though. I don't want to eat it, so I'm going to play with it, and yeah. I'll jimmy it up my nose. Yeah. It's Hide not it. a vegetable. Uh, it's Andy and Kat. Good morning. Hi. I'm going to give you a hint. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. It's a food, but it's not a vegetable. Okay. Um, that throws me off now. Um uh, we'll just say pineapple. Is not right. <laughs> the old Jimmy of a pineapple. <laughs> well, you really did throw him uh, off, Andy. I did throw him off. I mean, you threw uh, him off. Way off. <laughs> no, it's Andy and Cat. Crayons are the most common things, according to doctors, that kids jimmy up their notes. What's number two? <laughs> it's not pineapple. <laughs> Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi. Again, it's uh, not pineapple, not a vegetable, but it is a food. Good morning. Hi. What's your guess? Hi. Is it French fries? Is exactly right. Oh, French fries. Yes. <laughs> you uh, oh, wow. She's yes. excited. Yay. Who is this? Hi, it's Ashley. Ashley. Are Congrats. you at work already? No. Oh, no. Okay. I'm just excited. Just excited. You're going to be joining us at uh, Birdie's Rooftop Bar, Bradley Hotel, new here downtown Fort Wayne within the last couple years or so. Best heated seat in the house for uh, the Night of Lights. So we are excited to meet you. And uh, by the way, do you have any kids or anybody in your life that stuck French fries off their nose? Is that why it came to mind? No, I, I Googled it and got the answer. You cheater! <laughs> You cheater! No! You straight up! Oh, oh no. you! Oh, at least no. you lied. Yeah. I mean, at least you told the truth. Yeah. I mean, at least you, you did, did lie. You told the truth. Okay, Ashley. It counts. Right. It counts. But now Andy's yeah. gonna talk to you whenever no, no, you no. come to our party. For well, sure. it just proves that I'm not making these up. <laughs> these, the studies are real that I'm yeah, referring to. Yeah, these are to. real All studies. Right. All right, Ashley. Hang Ashley, on. We're gonna grab on. some information behind the scenes, <laughs> and we're gonna change your file. Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1. Today in history, it is believed on this date, 2,348 B.C., that the huge flood ended, allowing Noah and his family to leave the ark. This day in history. This day. This day. And on this day in history, in 1965... A gentleman by the name of Walt unveiled his plan to build the happiest place on earth Aww. in Florida. Uh, but didn't he die before he saw it all the way through? Uh, no, Disney opened, just not Epcot. Oh, not that. Uh, Epcot. Okay. Uh-huh. That's, right. That's right. Why do I know that? I don't know. But I do. Disney is planning on, speaking of Disney, uh, planning on a third Princess Bride movie, they say. It's not clear whether Anne Hathaway will reprise her role or not. I was more interested in the trailer for Magic Mike last night, yesterday <laughs> that uh, debuted. Yes. I have seen all the Magic Mikes, by the way. I'm not sure that they're great movies. Did your, did your wife make you set through all no, those? No, I think I found them before she did. Oh. I don't know that... Her and I, we, it's, look, I'm, it's no... You, you're going to hear it as... We just don't, our free times aren't at the same time. Well, I believe the, that. The schedule is a little bit off. I mean, So we don't really watch movies year. together. Yeah. We watch we watch like a sitcom to go to bed. We'll watch like an old episode of something. I don't know. Seinfeld's what we're into now because when I was growing up, I actually didn't watch it in real time. And it uh-huh. certainly doesn't have the same, you know, when you watch it at 
15. It's not the same as when you're 40. Right. Anyway, blah. Uh, so uh, I, I think I watch all these movies before her. And I, I remember watching. you've seen the trailer before she's seen oh, the trailer? Yeah, oh, she doesn't yeah. know. She's, okay. busy. she's busy saving the world. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm doing this for a living. She, no, uh, what, what was it? So I'm watching it yesterday. And uh, I think they said this is obviously it's his last dance. It's the last time because um, Channing can't, doesn't want to lose the weight anymore. Oh, right. I mean, gosh, I wonder what kind of crash diet he, he has to it go is on. Br- each and every time he was like, it's so brutal and unrealistic to expect men who have kids and jobs uh-huh, to not. look like this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I am paid to do it. I am, you know, what do you say, leveraging my career on this, mm-hmm. right? And he is like, every time I do this, uh, he's like, I end up getting sick because I have to go on crash diets. Yeah. He goes, and then I, he's like, I, I have trouble then he having meals with my daughter. Right, because you want to eat what you, they don't eat. Like, and, if you have a Happy Meal, you want to eat the French fries. And he's like, with, I can't do it. He goes, gosh. it's awful. And he goes, it's, I can't have wine because wine has sugar in it. Uh-huh. And he's like, but you need wine to get through the day. So <laughs> you know? when he was filming this, I mean, he would have been filming it last year. He um, says it's brutal. Yeah. Because he did this and back to back with that and the one with um, uh, uh, where they was were lo- the Lost City. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Because and- he has more shirtless scenes than that. He, what's he say? He vows one day to be a better actor so he can keep his shirt on. <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that, like, didn't he do a talk show interview with Ellen or something and say that, you know, waxing is overrated, how, you oh, know, yeah. men don't need to wax anymore? Well, that was, he said it was a uh, early, <laughs> What a '90s trend yes. among male. Yes, that's what it was. You're right. Okay, I, but what you know? Who's uh, a lot of athletes are waxers and shavers. And then isn't Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson's all over my social media. Speaking oh, of shaving and waxing, he has this the, the man the manscape the manscape mower. Yes, gosh, Pete, <laughs> I can't get that off my uh, feed. I cannot. The <laughs> manscape. The Manscaped trimmer is every other ad on social media for me. And it me. will be until you buy, buy it, Andy. I'm just, I'm just, gosh, I'm just telling I did, I, even though I didn't. But just tell it I did. I don't, <laughs> sick of seeing all of these, look at all these attachments. And I'm like, what is that for? I don't even understand. I have the right anatomy and I'm flummoxed as to what I'm supposed to attach to that. These got more attachments than a vacuum cleaner.